This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. We're scheduled to have Rosalind Gold on Woo Day join the show from ESPN. She does a great job sideline reporting. She was in action. Well, she was at the action last night. The Aces and Mercury. Mercury take the game, tie up the series one to one. Game three is on Sunday. She's supposed to be calling in any second now, but has not yet. So that's how we will just kind of roll through and navigate. We'll keep our heads on a swivel. If she hits us up, she does. If she doesn't, that's okay. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. That's how we do. We maintain around here. But we do have a lot of great callers hitting us up right now on the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. And, of course, don't ever want to forget about the Salmon Ash text line, 69187. And keyword is R&R. And you know what I just thought of, Damon? You know what I just thought of when it comes to the Salmon Ash text line? What's that? I ain't heard from my boy Tom in a minute. Oh, man. I ain't heard from my boy Tom. Oh, dang. You right about that. Where is Tom? Man, I don't man, that's a good question. Tom, and I'm not saying there, that because I'm trying to be braggadocious. I'm just literally saying, where's we, my friend run, Tom at? You ran Tom off. With I didn't your, run nobody off. With your positivity or something. I don't know. Come on, with Tom. Your, yeah, man. Come on, Tom. Tell us about how you're the team still stinks. I don't care you don't care the three and No, Tom's my homeboy, man. I'd like to hear from him. Yeah, Tom. Six nine one eight seven, keyword R and R. Remember there was a time where I said the text side wasn't official until Tom hit us up? Well, Tom, you got to hit us up, brother. Got a text from Big Dub Raider. I love how Lewis stands on his soapbox for Raider Nation whenever he gets a chance to. True Raider. That's from Big Dub Raider. Also got a text. What up, Q? Hey, the other day on your podcast, you mentioned the StubHub and Ticketmaster said the game on Monday is going to be 70 to 80% Raider fans. And I know this, but how do we know, how do they know who's taking over LA? How do they know the ticket sales? Who's a fan of who? That's a good question. I was thinking that, too. <laughs> I really did. Briefly, that did go through my mind. Look here, buddy. No, no, it did, though. And no, it's no, a no. very valid question because I did think that, too, because I know I've bought tickets before to a lot of different things, right? How do they know that what I'm a, who I'm a fan of? Now, I mean, I get it. Big bros looking over everything. Exactly. My, compu- my computer tells me more things than, I, than it needs to tell me. My phone tells me. Every time I get in my phone, it's like Lotus Broadcasting, Barbershop. Place to eat, Oyo. Yeah, I don't like that. Treasure Island. I mean, it literally tells me everywhere I go. McCarran Airport. It tells me where I'm going based off what day it is, what yes. time it is, what the the sun's like or the sun's not like. I mean, it just it's weird. It kind of bothers me. It does. When I man. start the car and it says eight minutes to McCarran Airport, I'm like, how the hell do you know I'm going there? And why? You probably shouldn't know that. Big Brother's always watching. Big Bruh. Also got a text from uh, Sir Whiskey Ray, and he said, DeMont, you got another name, DeMont. He says, DeMont, I'm pouring a <laughs> shot for your UNLV football team this weekend. Sorry, but I got to pick the spread against them. Sincerely, San Jose State alumni guy. Cheers, Sir Whiskey Ray. All right, Sir Whiskey Ray, you've been texting a lot, and I want to tell you something right now, Sir Whiskey Ray. 
I don't want you to ever text again if you're going to be talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about the Raiders. Wow. See how you are? You're trying to ban my guy from the text line. <laughs> Sir Whiskey Ray, you can text anytime you want. Don't worry about it. And you, and you know what? Don't even call him DeMond. Call him DeMont. Call him DeMont. That was gonna, definitely. Don't spell my name wrong. Don't <laughs> talk bad about the Rebels. You taking the spread? Let me tell you something about the spread, man. What do they know? Mm-hmm. Well. Well, actually, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> Jeff Benson from Circus Sports will join us at 3.30. He'll tell you everything I about the spread. I would love it to be like, yeah, they, they've lost in the spread like every game for the past 10 games. This, this is a good smart pick. I'll be like, so? That was a great segue. That was a great segue. Thank you for that. You knew it. You did it without even knowing it. Let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line, 702-365-9200. JC, what's on your mind? Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's up, Q? Chilling, man. Chilling. Yeah, I'm still, uh, I took a break from uh, Raider Nation Radio for a while over the, the off season. I didn't come back for a while, especially after Sylvan Black went off the air. So when I found out you like moved here, I was like, "Wait, what? You moved here? Like I had to come back." So I was like, "So happy that you came here." So I'm so happy you're here, dude. So, Thank you. Welcome to Rare Nation. Welcome to Vegas. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I've been having a great time being here, man. I'm so happy. So just real quick, I was at the game, for my first game at Legion Stadium on Sunday against the uh, Dolphins. Man, I had so much fun. Like even though I was biting my nails. To the very end, me and my wife had so much fun. Like, don't tell anyone in Vegas. Like, I don't care if you're a Raider fan or not. You need to go to that stadium. It's so much fun. It's such a great experience. That place is bombing, dude. Like, just the atmosphere, the food. Come on, man. Come on. No. No. Don't cut me off. All right. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep it clean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So, um, but I am so nervous for this game on Sunday, even though I think it's going to be a great game. I'm so nervous. Just because of the Chargers. I'm nervous to have you on air. Yeah, I'm, me too right now. The boss is ready to hit that button and cut me off right now. He's ready. All right, go ahead. But, but no, I'm so nervous for this game. Like, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be down to the wire. And, you know, even though, even though like, a bunch of Raider Nation fans, are, they want it to be a blowout, it's not going to be. It's going to be down to the wire. I do have a good feeling it's going to be a Raider win, but it's going to be, it's going to be down to the last minute. We may even go to overtime again, but I don't care what anyone says. So far, that's Raider Nation South. That we own that stadium just as much as we own Allegiant. I don't care what anybody says. We own that house. So that's all i got to say. Q, I'm so glad you're here. Love the fact you're here. Welcome to Vegas. I hope you have fun. I hope to one day meet you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, my man. Appreciate the call. No doubt about it. And, yeah, we'll definitely uh, link up at some point. We'll, uh, you know, we got to do it. That's that's what I'm all about, man. I'm out, uh, about networking, hanging out, and meeting as much Raider Nation as possible. We're going to be here, man. We're going to be here. We're going to do it he real big. You can make big. that meeting happen Monday at the <laughs> Oyo from 5 to 7. That's right. That's right. 5 to 7 p.m. I'll be hanging out. Come on by. Right across the street from MGM. That's right. That's a really good, hey, another good segue, DeMont. You're learning. Or DeMont. Let's call you DeMont. 702-365-9200. Let's go hustle back out to the Raider Nation listener lines. Talk to our guy, Justin. What's on your mind this afternoon, my man? Or not. Or not. <laughs> After that last call, man, he was, uh, he, he, he lost it. He lost it. But that's okay. Uh, let's go to somebody that wouldn't do us like that. Jerome wouldn't do us like Jerome, that. Jerome, Romy, Rome in the house. What's up, Jerome? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So, uh, I got something here I'd like to call the Ruler Nation National Anthem. In about 40 seconds, I want to debut right here on the show. Okay. Yeah, go for All it. Right. It goes with the Wind is a Raider theme. 
you either love or hate the Raiders. There isn't, really isn't no in between. If you're not silver and black, you better step back because the Raider Nation rules here. Yeah, we're the new Las Vegas Raiders. And thank you, Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, we're the new Las Vegas Raiders with a new commitment to excellence. So, come on, Raiders! Woo! All right. Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> whoa, buddy. Good stuff. I hope somebody from Atlantic was listening. <laughs> uh, you just. You there, Jerome? Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm a 50 year Raider fan, and uh, I got me a little grievance with some of you uh, Raider Radio. Uh, now, you guys in the show, but some other, like Jay Chief and one, and another one. Anyway, they're saying that oh, the Raiders ceiling is, is the playoffs. Now, there is one, one season that goes bad where I don't think the Raiders won the Super Bowl, especially if you're in the one, the two, the three. And so, uh, we would like you to make the playoffs. Uh, no, I said at the beginning of the season that the Raiders have a destiny this year to beat, not only go to the playoffs, but to beat the Chiefs and make sure they don't get to the Super Bowl again. So, in 74, we get against Miami. In 76, Pittsburgh. In 80, Pittsburgh again. And then in 2002, we start in the league. We won four in a row by winning the, the, uh, the Cupville, uh, Revenge game in Oakland, and I was at that game. Right. Where the Raiders beat them. If they would have won that game, they would have won four in a row. And, and then, who's going to stop them? Really? Well, I was thinking back then, but now, you got seven Super Bowls. And <laughs> 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 yeah, we stopped them from going four in a row and getting this. <laughs> Did he I'm, t- I'm tired of it. Did he go there? Yeah, he, he went there. Oh man, they keep going there. Jerome, you know you're on is? such a roll. Q, I don't know what it is about you, man. <laughs> JT ain't got this problem. Clay ain't got this problem. Vinny ain't got this. Pro- I gotta blame you. What? You get the people too fired up. <laughs> Yo, my homeboy Q. Away, we just out we here just sitting at the, the bar. Yeah, yeah, we sitting at the nah, bar, man. Think of Q like your boss. You talking to your boss at work? <laughs> 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 appreciate it, Jerome. We do appreciate it for sure. We got a text that said, "Hang up, Jerome. Just listen to the show." <laughs> I'm in tears right now. I'm in tears, man. I, this really does feel like I'm just sitting around the bar just shooting the breeze with the homeboys. Huh? I am in tears, man. This is good stuff, though. Yeah, some of y'all having a little too much fun. Hey, man, it's Friday, man. Everyone's getting a little loose a little early, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's okay. It happens. I mean, we got to clean it up. We can't we can't let it just let it rip. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. You know what? The, the text before Hang Up Jerome just listened to the show, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> That's it. I mean... Jerome had his own little rhythm about that song that he created. It was, you know. I was thinking about putting some music underneath for him, but I was just like, no, well, I, don't, I, don't know, I, ain't know, I ain't know what kind of vibe he was going for. I don't think he really knew either. He was yeah. working on it. The rhyme scheme wasn't quite where he wanted to be, but it was close. He was working on it. You know what? You know, I'll tell you this. You can't talk about the way Jerome's song sounded because some of the rap that I be hearing these days ain't too hot either. Some of the, the rap I be listening to is like, what was that? 
The rhyme scheme ain't really that good. Please, somebody save me right now. Old man, get off my lawn about the new hip-hop these days. <laughs> Yo, Lil Baby. No, I'm going to stop right now. Lil Baby's I dope. Okay. I like Lil Baby. Because you were talking about Public Enemy during the break. Public Enemy's even better. I love Public Enemy. Nothing Lil Baby. Nothing not better than Lil yes, Baby. Yes, they're in the Hall of Fame. Lil Baby's still Lil Baby. Simple. I do like that one song where he goes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I'll be that old dude. I have no problem with that. I mean, all I was. I have to no say. problem with that. What is that song? Wham, wham, wham. It's your thing. Come on, you, you. Oh, now I gotta know the name of every song. I just yeah, come well, on. Don't, man. I just don't, like hey, don't talk about it if you can't okay, be about okay. it. Okay, uh, I don't. I don't want to be about anything. All right, old man, <laughs> hip hop. I don't want to go bar for bar with you. I don't want to need to hear about how Public Enemy had the streets on lock back hey, in ninety. Man, in death row. What a brother know. Once again, back is the incredible rhyme animal, mm-hmm. the uncannable, the Public Enemy number one. Tell me about five oh said freeze. How was your flat top back in the day? Oh, oh yeah. it was icy, man. My flat. <laughs> top was cold my my flat top was cold man i had the gumby little haircut to the step oh you had it oh yeah, you yeah, had it oh. yeah yeah i had the step and the slant man i was straight oh i was come on dog you see how good my hair is now i still got my hair look better than yours and you're a young dude i got these waves man my waves, Where are those waves getting you oh man you want to know <laughs> <laughs> if i had had these waves when i took that trip to see cheryl <laughs> it'd have been a different ball game <laughs> i needed the waves back then Cheryl, Yo, Carla, Crystal. You know what? The rejoin. <laughs> Any of the C names right there. If I had had these waves, I'd have been good. The rejoin. It'd have been like the ocean. You're the you're the player that that coach is talking about. I got my extra bands on. <laughs> I look good. That's you. I can tell, boy. Q, what you about to do tonight, man? I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably you probably want to get your yeah. I'm gonna be a dog. We don't need no cats. Yeah. Meow. Meow. Got my extra bands on. You got the headband, the shooting sleeve, wrist tape. I don't even want to crease these shoes, but I guess I got to play in them because they look nice. Yeah, hey, man. On, man. Hey, man. You ain't a dog. I am a. I am <laughs> such a dog. Got a text on the Salmon Ash text line 69187. I love that so many people are chiming in in this conversation. Hip-hop nowadays sound like they drink too much syrup. There you go. Yes, indeed. Featuring Drake. Oh, now we're getting song suggestions. Crybaby. Megan D. Stallion. I like Megan. Big Dub Raider, I was hoping DeMond would hit the button during the song. <laughs> Unnecessary Roughness, LOL, crying. Oh, man, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. We definitely appreciate you. I guess we missed Rosalind. I guess she's not going to call in. Kind of forgot that she was supposed to call him. She was supposed to hit us at three, but that didn't happen. So that that's, that happens on live radio sometimes. We got a text, Sam and Ash text line 69187, keyword R&R. Jay from SAC, that's the 916, Raider Jay from SAC, excuse me. I could be Tom, just saying. Raider J from SAC. I like that. I like that. Good one. Who we got next? Raider Hutch from the 614. Hey, Raider Hutch. Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's on your mind? Hey, Q. I have a question for you. So last year I listened to you, and you weren't completely sold on Carr, but this year he is completely falling out, and you have changed your tune. And my other question is, so I've been interested to see what the attendance is like at um, Elysian Stadium. I know it's 65,000, like 61,000 showed up. Mm-hmm. So was it the majority of Raiders fans or was there a good contingent of Dolphins fans there? Thank, thank you for the call. Yeah, no, there was a lot of Dolphins fans there. But, I mean, it was the majority was Raider fans. But there was still a good pocket. And even John Gruden mentioned after the game, he said, hey, there was two. And he called it. 
and I'll quote them, there was too many doggone uh, Miami fans in there today, you know, and, and, there, and there were. There was a lot, and they made a lot of noise when they, when they could, you know. But, I mean, if you look at, at, at Allegiant Stadium, it's, it's still going to be uh, a Raider Nation house. You know, I mean, yeah, there's going to be fans from other teams that are going to show up like the Dolphins did, and I got to give them a lot of credit for being loud and, and being into the game and energetic, but uh, it, was still, it was still a Raiders house. Uh, on, my, on the other thing, on Derek Carr, I thought, mm, I think two seasons ago, I want to say maybe it was 2019. Uh, I thought that Carr had reached his ceiling. I thought, okay, you know who Derek Carr is. This is what it's going to be, and this is how this is this is all it could be. And then last year he had a really good season, and obviously it turned into an eight and eight season. Defense wasn't very good. We we know, but you saw you saw growth. And really, what I saw that impressed me last year, Raider Hutch was he was moving the pocket. He was able to be mobile, and that's and that to me. Because I think that you need to have that. And I even going back to, back to when Rich Gannon was the dude, when he was the, the league MVP, Rich Gannon would tuck the ball and run. Rich Gannon would see a play before he even snapped the ball and know, I'm running on this one. And there's a reason why. Rich Gannon was able to move around the pocket. Now, I'm not saying Carr has to be exactly like that, but at certain times, he's got to be able to keep a play alive a little bit longer, roll out. And he did that last year. My big knock on him from last year was the, the amount of fumbles that he had in the pocket. You got to hold on to that rock. You know, I think Heidi Fang said it on the morning tailgate one morning. She said, you got to hold on to the baby. Don't drop the baby. You know, you can't put the baby on the ground. And I thought that that was a great, a great analogy, a great way to break it down. You've got to hold on to the rock. So I would say that that's where he needs to improve. But as far as his overall game, where I thought he was in 2019, where he couldn't get no better, he proved me wrong. I've said that multiple times. And that's and I'm glad you called an ass because I have no problem saying, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong with that. That's cool. I saw a tweet from Josh Dubow, and I love that him, him and Derek's relationship because Derek's always like, Josh, what up? That's that, Josh. But this was a good one, too, because Josh has been more positive this season, as he said, because the team's winning. And here's a tweet. Derek Carr's deep passes, 20-plus yards down the field per game since he's came into the league. It's at an all-time high at 8.3 of those passes per game. Mm-hmm. His his former career high was four. Right. It was four point one. Right. So this dude's he's doubling he's his passes better. down yeah. the field. Exactly. So that's one of those things with Raider fans. Derek Carr, he's doing what you want from him. He is. He's doubling his deep passes down the field this season from he's done at any point in his career. Yep. And that's something that I asked Lewis Riddick about. I said, how much of the how much of the the fact that the Raiders have a defense allows John Gruden to dial up a few more plays that he might not have dialed up, a few more calls, you know? And how, how much of the fact that they have a defense does it allow Derek Carr to say, hey, you know what? I'll throw Brian Edwards that 50-50 ball. I'll throw that ball to Henry Ruggs. I'll do that because I believe that if, worst-case scenario, we have a turnover, well, the defense will get it back. So that's uh, that's something to, to uh, pay attention to. Uh, as well so we've got a ton of uh, great text messages coming through uh, we got a bunch of good calls coming through 702-365-9200 coming up at 330 Jeff Benson from Circa Sports he'll join us to talk all things lines we have one more call you want to get to or you want to take a quick break it's your call let's take a quick break let's take a quick break we're going to do it you heard the man this is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 alright Carolina I see on your on your Twitter bio it says pro wrestling ring announcer hey, can I get a you're listening to Unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio in your ring announcer voice. Wait, it's got to be Raider Nation Radio 920. Oh, oh, Raider Nation Radio 920, excuse me. You are listening to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. 
Boom. There Loved it is. It. Good one, Zaman. That was the best thing he contributed all day. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 327 is the time. Shout out to Carolina Teague. She did a heck of a job with that uh, that drop right there for us. We like to have fun here, obviously, on the show. We've got so much feedback on today's show. So many text messages on the Sam and Ash text line 69187. We appreciate them. Coming up in just a few minutes, Jeff Benson, Circus Sports. He's going to give us some games to talk about, some lines to look at. Talk about putting some money in your pocket. We'll get that coming up. The injury report just released. I just tweeted it out at r 920 AM. We'll talk about it in just a few minutes. Uh, also tweeted it out on my personal account, at your boy Q254. But make sure you're following the radio station. That's the most important. You can get all things Raiders at r 920 AM if you're on Twitter. Make sure you check that out. So the injury report's out. We'll talk about that in a few. But first, we got to hustle out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to one of my good buddies that I found out's on hold, 702-365-9200. Monster Mash Ken, what's on your mind this afternoon, my man? What's going on, man? Just some, uh, I'm, I got a long commute from Jersey to the city, so I love listening to you guys. You guys are a riot. Uh, Q, you know, we spoke a few times, and just congratulations on all the success. And, uh, man, you really are just uh, one of the real ones out there. Appreciate um, you. I got, a, I got a good question for you. So all the excitement with the Raiders, it's great to see them really striving. The defense has really come together. Has Max Crosby done enough to forget about a certain number 52 thus far that's my question to you anyway uh keep up the great work man i love listening to you guys thank you thank you for the call my man appreciate you be careful out there in uh, in traffic while you're riding around but uh yeah be safe and thanks for tuning us in uh while you're riding around and uh, that's a good question man i mean i think like this it's kind of i hate to say it like this but it's kind of like you never forget the girl that got away i always go back to girls because that's what i know Right. It's, you know, I, I go, I, I talk about things that I know and I, I don't, I don't mean a, a woman as a thing. I'm just saying, I talk about stuff that I know. You never forget about the one that went away, but you do appreciate the one you're with. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Right. You could you could love the one you're with, but mm-hmm. just know that the, there's one that got away. Like DeMond's almost in his, in his feelings right now. He's got a tear <laughs> going to his eye, but you know what I was thinking about when you say this, huh? And then in this situation where it's like, Oh, Crosby's so good. You're thinking about Khalil, but it's just like this situation. Could have had both, right? Exactly. That's that. That yes, you're right. Exactly. And now I, I get it. With my situation, you you wouldn't be able to do that because that's <laughs> kind of frowned upon. I mean, most, for the most part, <laughs> not everywhere, but whatever. Point is that you will. I don't think you'll ever forget about about Khalil. I know there's people that still believe he's going to return to the Raiders at some point, and maybe he will. I'll kind of look. I'll put it like this: When Charles Woodson went to the Packers, I was still a Charles Woodson fan. And I was still upset that he wasn't playing with the Raiders, but I got it. I understood. And when he came back, I was very happy. So I know that there's a huge amount of Raider fans that would love for that to be the situation with Khalil. Just like everyone got fired up when they found out when Vic Taver put out the report that the Raiders had reached out trying to see if, if they can get Khalil back. Everyone's fired up about it. Could you imagine if you had Khalil Mack and Max Crosby? <clears throat> Man, that would be, that would be nuts. That would be absolutely nuts. So I don't think you'll ever forget. Let's just put it like that, just to, just to wrap that up. I don't think you'll ever forget, but Max Crosby sure does ease the pain because, boy, he's a lot of fun to watch. 
He is one hell of a player. So thank you so much for that call, my man. Again, uh, I appreciate you, and uh, make sure you're safe out there on the road. Right now, let's turn our attention to Circus Sports. Jeff Benson, he joins us as he does each and every Friday. And, Jeff, we appreciate your time. going to take a look at some NFL games. Before we do that, uh, how, how are you feeling right now? How's Circus Sports been doing? I mean, week four just got kicked off last night with a pretty damn good Thursday night game with the Bengals in Jacksonville, and Cincinnati comes out on top, and they're a 3-1 on the season. How surprising is that? Yeah, very, uh, you know, very surprising. I think, obviously, uh, the Steelers have taken a little bit of a step back in that division. Um, obviously, you, when you look at the Browns and the Ravens, you know, they're perennial contenders, um, and, and they've been relevant for years here. So, uh, you know, with Joe Burrow, uh, you know, I think that was a, a game they needed to win. Um, ultimately, it was a struggle for most of the game, but for them to come back in prime time, uh, ultimately win that game and go to 3-1, three to three and one, um, certainly, you know, uh, make a statement in the division um, and see if they can be a player in the AFC. Um, you know, obviously you got a, you know, a cornerstone there and Joe Burrow uh, behind center. And, uh, you know, obviously Jamar Chase mm-hmm. uh, has looked very good on the outside as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the rest of the season fares. Um, but, you know, uh, at least early uh, for the first month of the season, um, the Bengals have certainly been relevant. Uh, which you you can't have said uh, you know for the past few years, right? No doubt, and I'll tell you they're they're making that selection of Jamar Chase look really smart at this point. <laughs> you know they, they're they're doing a good job because at first I thought, hey man, why not get an offensive tackle, get a guy to protect Burrow, but. Uh, that connection is solid, man. Joe Burrow to, to Jamar Chase is a nice little connection. Now, Jeff, let's get into some plays, some action this weekend, uh, some interesting games on the docket. How about uh, the Washington football team going up against the Atlanta Falcons? Both teams one and two. Uh, Washington has a really strong defense, especially that defensive front. Atlanta, I thought that they were going to be a lot better than they're showing so far. They went and selected Kyle Pitts. I thought that was a great selection to kind of make that offense just go, but uh, it's been underwhelming so far. So both teams one and two on the season. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, currently here at Circus Sports, we have the Washington football team minus one. Um, you know, that'd be the side that I would certainly be looking to, to bet in this spot. Obviously, Washington has a gauntlet of a schedule moving forward. You know, this is really a game they need to, to go to two and two uh, and make themselves, you know, feel good about, you know, what they have to look forward to for the rest of the year. I think when you look at Atlanta, defensively, they may be or are one of the worst teams in football. When you look at some of the metrics, you know, when you factor in DVOA and things like that, I mean, they just defensively cannot stop anybody. Uh, I, I think Washington is overall a, a, a better team. Um, and I think, obviously, with getting Curtis Samuel back, you know, that should help them to move the ball uh, and be very effective uh, versus Atlanta. You know, I, I think this number should be closer to a, a field goal. Um, and I think this is a spot that Washington's going to come out, uh, perform very, very well. You know, for me, I just think the number's a little bit short with where it's at. Uh, I think people were, you know, questioning how good Atlanta was going to be coming into the year. Uh, you know, there was certainly, uh, you know, they were certainly popular as a long shot in futures. Uh, but I think, you know, uh, with the pass rush for Washington um, I, and, and Matt Ryan not being, you know, a mobile quarterback, you know, I think they'll be able to give him some challenges in terms of moving him off the spot. Uh, and like I said, I think just at this point, uh, I think Washington's a better football team. Um, you know, I'm not factoring in too much home field advantage for the Falcons in this spot. 
Uh, and like I said, I made this number closer to a field goal for Washington. There you go right there. Washington football team in Atlanta just got the breakdown right there. Uh, talking right now with Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. You can find Circus Sports on Twitter at Circus Sports. It's just that simple. And Jeff with us here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920 on Fridays. How about the Browns and the Vikings? The Browns are 2-1. and one. The Vikings, pretty disappointed so far this season. Sitting there at 1-2. and two. I don't know at what point Mike Zimmer's hot, or seat gets a little bit hot, but uh, what are your thoughts? What are the numbers looking like for Browns-Vikings? Yeah, currently we sit at the Browns minus two, total of 51.5, and and, uh, the Browns are minus 128 on the money line. I mean, I think when you look at this Viking team, obviously they lost a close, hard-fought battle uh, week one in overtime uh, to the aforementioned Bengals. Um, And then they came out at home uh, in a spot where they were 0-2 and and played really, really well uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, I thought they were uh, able to offensively move the ball. And, and overall, I think they looked really good in that spot. Um, and I think that's kind of dragged the number uh, a little bit down uh, from what it would have been uh, had they not had, uh, you know, as good a performance versus the Seahawks. Um, I think it's interesting when you look at what this number is. You know, the Browns are laying essentially what the Seahawks were laying last week. Uh, and when you factor in, you know, the futures market and things like that, you know, the Browns are 12-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, and the Seahawks are 35-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I think if you were looking at both of these teams um, and, and you are, were making a number on a neutral field, you know, the Browns would definitely be favored, in my opinion. So I'm surprised to see this number less than a field goal um, in basically the same spot the Seahawks were in last week because I just believe that the Browns are a better team than the Seahawks at this point in the season. Um, and, I, and I would say especially... Uh, defensively. Um, I I think they'll really be able to, uh, with their pass rush, uh, get home on Kirk Cousins, uh, which, you know, the Seahawks weren't able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I just think this number's a little bit shorter uh, than ultimately where it should be. Uh, I I would personally make the Browns three and a half, four point favorites in this spot. Um, You know, they're, uh, you know, one of, if not, uh, you know, a top three contender in the AFC. Uh, I think when you look at the futures market, um, and then you imply out, you know, what the game spread should be here. I, I just believe it's wrong based on, you know, what happened last week. So for me, it's Browns or nothing in this spot. I would certainly be looking to lay anything less than a field goal. Uh, I think behind Baker Mayfield and their two stud running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I think they go in and get, get it done uh, against Minnesota. Uh, and I don't think, uh, you know, the market has reacted enough uh, to to what uh, Minnesota's done up to this point, um, or how well the Browns have fared this season so far. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. That's a uh, that's going to be an interesting one right there. The Browns should be the the team to take it, like you said, Browns and Vikings, and uh, the Vikings just looking some kind of way, just looking some kind of way so far this season. And Jeff, we got to close things out with this. I should have let Demond do this game because this involves one of his teams. But let's talk. Ready. Let's talk Jets and Titans. The Jets are over, and your Titans are two and one. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I'm assuming that you're going to be leaning with the Titans here, but what do the numbers tell you? What is everything looking like? Yeah, currently we have the Titans minus six. Uh, you know, this number opened in the seven, seven and a half range, depending upon, you know, where you looked uh, and at what stage of the week, uh, you know, we were at. Uh, for me, I think this is the perfect, uh, you know, buy low spot for the Jets here. Not saying they're going to win the game. Uh, but I think going home, I think they can certainly be competitive here in this spot. Um, they're going to get Denzel Mims back. Uh, it looks uh, to this point like Jamison Crowder is going to play. I think both of those players will give 
uh, Zach Wilson some offensive weapons to move the ball. You know, when you look at this game, um, Julio Jones isn't going to play. He's been ruled out with a hammy, as has A.J. Brown. Mm. I think uh, it's going to be a heavy dose of, you know, Derrick Henry. Uh, it's a low total in this game, total of 44 uh, as we're speaking right now. To me, I think it's going to, you know, the points are at a premium. You know, if you can find six, six and a half, you know, possibly a rogue seven out there, um, I would certainly be looking to back the underdog Jets in this spot. Uh, like I said, up to this point, it's kind of a hold-your-nose play, uh, given how bad the Jets have looked. Uh, but I think going going home in a, in a spot, you know, 0-3 here, you know, kind of fighting, you know, and, and showing you can be tough early in the season, you know, similar to what the Jaguars shown last night. You know, I think, like I said, this is a good spot with a lot of injury concerns and question marks uh, for the Titans. You know, linebacker Bud Dupree is out as well. I just think uh, with, with that low total, um, and everything up to this point, I would be taking you know anything six or more in this spot on the Jets. Like I said, I'm, I'm not necessarily betting them to win the game, right? Uh, but certainly think uh, you know they can squeak in the back door uh, or cover that spread as well. There you go, right there, Demond. Demond's eyes got big. He's a big Titans guy, and he he. I think at first he thought he was talking about the Jets winning the game, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> hey, you got him shell shocked a little bit more. You got him shell shocked, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be okay. You're going to be all right, Demond. Jeff, great stuff as always, my man. Uh, what you got going on at Circus Sports, you know, that folks should be on the lookout for and, and uh, a great place to go watch some football games this weekend? Yeah, as we roll into to October, you know, we've got five weekends in the month of October. It should be a fantastic uh, uh, October, obviously, you know, college basketball, NBA, hockey uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights are right around the corner. Uh, but this week, you know, we think it's going to be a fantastic football weekend. Uh, with some great college football games and then obviously some great NFL games as well. So, you know, come down, uh, hang out at Bar Canada at the D, come out and check out the Prohibition Bar at the Golden Gate, uh, or stop by Circa, you know, where you can go up to the Legacy Club. Uh, you can hang out at Mega Bar. You know, usually Derek uh, Stevens, who's our CEO and owner, Mike Palm, they're milling around, having a good time, rooting on uh, their games and, you know, sweating what the book needs. So come down, <laughs> say, say hello, and... Uh, you know, have a you know, grab a drink and have a great time. And uh, you know, like I said, uh, certainly excited uh, for what we think is going to be another fantastic uh, October uh, and another great month of football. Obviously, it was a record handle uh, for us in uh, September. And as we kind of come out of the pandemic, it's uh, certainly a, a good sign to see uh, things starting to get back to a sign uh, in a sense of normalcy. Right, no doubt about it. Might actually just made my plans for this evening, Demond. I might know where I'm going now. I was wondering when the show started. Now I might. Jeff has enticed me. He has absolutely enticed <laughs> me. So uh, good stuff, Jeff. We definitely appreciate you, my man, uh, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. You guys have a great weekend. All right, you too, brother. There he goes, Jeff Benson, Circus Sports. Check him out at Circus Sports. And, of course, if you're around town, man, you're looking for something to do and hang out, it's a place to go. Not mad at that. Again, he might have just kind of made my evening. I might have might have to go and dibble and dabble and go do that. Why, why are you going to tell me to break now, man? I'm, I'm just talking about where I'm going to be going now. I'm excited about it. Now you got me fired up, and now you're going to tell me to stop? I mean, you know what? I'm going to clear out for you. <laughs> I'm going to clear out. You do you. Dude, just do you, Q. No, nah, I'm going to take a break because that's what we're supposed to do. 342 is the time. Demond said it. I'm going to do it. This is Unnecessary Roughness. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Raiders' injury report from Friday. They do have practice tomorrow before they take off for L.A., but we'll do the injury report. We'll check out Friday's injury report, who's on it, who's limited, who's full, who did not participate. All that's coming up next as we close out the show. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. What does it mean to be a Raider? What to you, what does it mean to be a Raider? Man, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not about the just the jersey or just the just the helmet. 
It's about a lifestyle. It's about it's about loyalty. It's about doing whatever you have to do to help your brothers, to help your family. That's what it's all about. It's never putting yourself above the shield. That's what being a Raider is all about. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. You know, now that I listen to that a little bit more, that was Marcel Reese talking when we had him on the show about what it means to be a Raider. That explanation, especially right there at the end where he said, never putting yourself above the shield. That explains why it didn't work out for me, Angelo Hall. That explains everything. I remember when Miangelo Hall was, they made the move for him. The Raiders made the move for him. And they were teaming him up with Namdi Asamoah. It was going to be Namdi on one side and Miangelo on the other. I thought, man, this is going to be a secondary that's going to be just outstanding. Locked down. Little did I know that Miangelo couldn't pay, play man-to-man coverage and had to play super far off zone and was not good at that either. Now, he did come up with an interception here or there. But that dude only played eight games with the Raiders. That was a bad eight-game experiment. Thought it was going to be a good one. Thought it was going to be great. Namdi and Miangelo Hall is going to be solid. I'm not going to lie. For like half a second there, mm-hmm. he was saying Miangelo. I was like, ain't nobody in the league. Ever ain't, no, ain't no Miangelo ever played. I was like, oh, you call him selfish. D'Angelo Hall. That's who, For half a second there, I was like. I was that's like, who it is. Yeah, I was like, who are you talking about? Miangelo Hall. <laughs> He was that selfish, huh? He was terrible. He was terrible with the Raiders. Now, when he went to Washington, he was great. You remember that hard knocks clip of DeAndre? Uh, yes, DeAndre Hopkins yes, and him getting breaking into his it. ankles. Yes, yes. Literally? Yes. Did you take like a little joint and little say, I knew, I knew that dude was no good from the start? <laughs> I, and you know what's funny is, I, and you know, I like I like DBs a lot. Like, secondary is, is that's 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 where it's at, as far as I'm concerned. You know, DBs win games. I, I'll be the, I'll go to my grave and tell you that. I was a big D'Angelo fan when he was in Atlanta. When the Raiders made that move, I was, man, come on, look out. You're going to have D'Angelo, D'Angelo Hall. And then you're going to have Namdi, and it's going to be just nuts. No. Shut down. Yeah, I got shut down. He got shut down after eight games. He was out of there. It was bad. Bad business. Let's check out the Raiders injury report real quick. Got a few more minutes in today's show. They had five guys limited on Thursday. They had three guys limited today. Josh Jacobs dealing with the ankle injury. He was limited. Trayvon Mullen dealing with the shoulder injury. He was limited. And then Roderick Teamer also dealing with the ankle injury. He was limited. Guys who participated in full that were limited on Thursday. Nate Hobbs. He's dealing with that shoulder injury. He was limited Thursday. Full on Friday. Great sign. Defensive end Solomon Thomas dealing with the knee injury. Limited on Thursday. Full on Friday. Great sign. Denzel Perriman. Achilles and quad, full. That's big because they need him. Carl Nassib, toe, full. Dallin Levitt, concussion, full. On the other side of things, when it comes to the Chargers, Keenan Allen, dealing with the ankle injury, limited Thursday and Friday. Joey Bosa, foot and ankle injury, full. Thursday and Friday, he's good to go. Who else do they have? Chris Harris Jr., cornerback, dealing with a shoulder injury, limited on Thursday and Friday. Derwin James Jr., safety. He's dealing with a toe and a shoulder injury, limited on Thursday, full on Friday. He's good to go. Justin Jones, defensive lineman, dealing with a calf injury, limited on Thursday, limited on Friday. Matt Overton. He wasn't on the on the list. He's a long snapper. 
dealing with the calf injury. Wasn't hey man, if he, he was, don't play, the whole team might go down in flames. Hey, look, man, don't don't diss the long snapper. I'm not dissing him at all. Don't don't underestimate how big and important a Nobody long snapper else can is. Do that job. Exactly. Exactly. Be the key to the game, right there. Thursday, you ain't lying. Thursday, he wasn't on the injury list at all. Today, he was he was limited. Who's the backup right now? Isn't it uh, Willie Sneed? Isn't Willie Sneed the backup long snapper for the Raiders? Whoa, that is whoa, that's that's no, a, that's, a deep, that's a deep dive. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, like I'm not, not BSing you. I think I, I honestly think that he is the. I think he is. I really do. I'm not 100 percent positive on that. I could be wrong, but I think that he's the backup long snapper. Trent Sieg is the guy, but. I do think we'll have to check with Vinny Bonsignor. He's coming up in the huddle in just a few minutes. We'll check with him. Uh, I do think that's true. Matter of fact, where is Vinny? He's over at the Oh, that's right. Island. He's at the TI. Man, yeah. come on. See, when I don't have a day, when I have a day that I don't have somewhere to be, I, I, I forget. He's here. He's here. Do you want? He's here. Okay. Just not here. I got you. I know. Now I know. My bad, Vinny. I was just wondering. I was like, man, Vinny's not in the studio with me. Is he on right now? We got him right now? Duh. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Are you okay? I'm fine, man. Are you sure? I am totally fine. Did you get some rest last night or what's wrong with you? I did not get any rest, but that's not the all point right, here. That's uh, not the point here, man. You're that guy that all of a sudden someone says like watermelon and you start laughing. Like that's Why what... did you I did not go there because oh, Okay. Gosh. Strawberry. You're that brother, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm that guy. Think you know somebody. Yes, I'm that, that guy. I'm that guy. All skin folk ain't kin folk. You know what they say. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, you start laughing for nothing. Like you're laughing right now. You're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes. Yo, I'm funny, man. I'm a funny guy. Funny looking. Yo, funny. <laughs> I'm gonna get Jerome back on the phone when you keep messing oh, with me. No, please don't get. Oh man, let's read some more text though. <laughs> Anything other than Jerome. Hey, that's cold, man. Jerome's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude, but not a good singer. <laughs> Big Dub Raider said, I was going to ask you, Q, if Sneed was the emergency quarterback, but long snapper, though? Maybe I'm, I am I could be wrong. I Don't quote me on that. I, I could have sworn, though, he was, he might be the backup quarterback or the emergency quarterback. He plays a position that's not the normal one. Who was the long snapper that was a wide receiver then? There's one, there is, uh, there is a long snapper in the league that's a, it's a, it's a wide receiver. I just don't remember what team it was. I thought it was Willie Sneed. No clue. Well, that's positive. I'm useless, man. Come on. Ask me about long snappers. Uh, got another text. Q, you were good. 52 has not changed the Bears. They still suck. Rather have Max and five others. Okay. <laughs> got a text. Yo, we paid Miangelo $8 million for eight games. That's a good point. Yeah, he wouldn't complain about that. No, he's, of course not. Got a text from my uh, my guy, Fargo Raider. My homeboy Q and Damon. Damn it, Damon. Why you got to go picking the scab? We're still not over it. Not Stonehands, Chicken Coop. Good riddance. Just pedal, baby. What I do? Yeah, everything. He was talking about uh, Mac and and Coop and all those. That's what he was talking about. We're, that was a, that was the Khalil Mac conversation he was talking about. Oh, okay. I was about to. I, I didn't trade him. Okay. <laughs> Got a text that said to Raider Hutch. I was at the stadium. It was eighty-five to ninety percent Raider Nation. Only ten percent Dolphins. Don't worry about that. Relax. Yeah. No. There was. There was. I mean, look. The Dolphins and you were there. The Dolphin fans were there. They were there. And they were loud. But I. I would never. Worry about them overpowering Allegiant Stadium. I wouldn't just. I just wouldn't do that. Uh, how about one more text from uh, Raider J from Sacramento, California? The nine one six. I always love Sacramento, California. He said, "I'll be in Vegas for the weekend for my wife's birthday. Going Sunday to check out the Death Star. Are there any clubs out there that are nineties hip hop?" That's from Raider J from Sacramento. I don't know. 
But I do know that there's a place that you can go to, but if you're going to be at the Death Star on Sunday, you won't be able to go to this place on Sunday. But on Sunday afternoon, I know the Blue Martini does R&B and like 90s hip-hop, but that's Sunday afternoon because us 44 and older, like me, we appreciate getting out a little bit earlier in the day and then getting home a little bit earlier in the day. I like to get home now before the streetlight gets on because I just don't have no reason to be out unless I'm covering a game or at a game. 90s hip-hop, huh? You you would man, you wouldn't even know what to do with yourself. If you if we trapped you in a room with nineties hip hop, you would you would discover a whole new world. It'd be like it'd be like the very first time that you ever experienced anything wonderful. Yeah, the late nineteen hundreds was a good time for you. Fine. You can hey, you can do all the little jabs you want. Nothing is better than nineties hip hop. Nothing. Nothing. You sure about that? A positive. Like yeah. Matt mm, don't like, even like, go there. Like, oh. Nothing. I'm not even gonna go there. I respect Magic Johnson. Nineties hip hop was just—it was real sad. No, it wasn't. Dark. No, it wasn't. You're sad and dark. I know I am. Sad and dark. When? DMX. Th- that was greatness. DMX was amazing. But it was sad and uh, dark. Yeah. What these want from a? Gonna let me know. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up? Uh, are you serious? There's nothing sad about that. That gets me fired up. That was more two thousands. It's DMX. It's the same artist. So, hey Q, don't hey Q, don't try to hey just just take the L. I'm, there's no L to be taken. Just take the L. No, you let's, cannot let's say, say sad and dark and then say DMX. DMX will you fire you when, up when they reminisce over you. Sad song. That's fine. There's gonna be slow songs. There's gonna be ballads. There's gonna be you know. There's gonna be all kind of songs. But sad and dark. Get out of here. At least I understood what the hell they were saying. At least we knew the words. I love the Ferrari, love making up out of I woke up the following day and went up. Yo, <laughs> I don't care, boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Turn that up. How about a little Onyx? I like that. Turn that up. Hey! Let the boys be boys! We gonna slam into the weekend. Vinny Bonsignor. He's at Treasure Island. Uh, uh, go get it, Jerome. Go get it, Jerome. I be rhyming. Go, go, go. (laughs) Vinny Bossignor in the huddle, 4 to 6 p.m. in the huddle. Going to take you home the right way on a Friday. That's how we get down. Unnecessary roughness. Listen to that beat. Listen to that bass line. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk again on Monday, 1 o'clock. I'll jump in an hour early on Monday. Unnecessary roughness from the studio. Then I'll be at the Oyo, 5 to 7 p.m. Monday Night Football, Raiders, Chargers. Have a great weekend.